Coach Guns and Adrianosaurus. Super Coach Guns and Adrianosaurus. I mean, do we really need another zero? Or zero, or zero, or zero, or zero. Add them all up and you'll still get zero. What you really need is a mother fucking hero. Hello, everybody. You're with Adrianosaurus. I'm one of the co-hosts of Super Coach Guns and Adrianosaurus. You heard the song, Do We Need Another Zero? No, we don't. Not if you're Adrianostoinus, because I Captain McDermott. <laughs> At least I'm a man of my word. In the solo podcast, I said it was a ballsy move. If you wanted to really trump people, it'll be a chance of it being an absolute fail or it'll be an absolute genius move to go McDermott as the captain if Matt Short failed. Um, I went with uh, McDermott as the captain because I'm a lunatic and he scored zero. So I got zero points as a captain. But hey, let's look on the bright side. Um. I actually got some green arrows, so my team must be bloody awesome. I got 606 points, I think it was, and, you know, it could be worse. You could be my co-host, Nathan, who didn't even score as much as me. <laughs> and I, I, I had a zero oh. captain, so Nathan from Supercoach yeah. Guns, welcome to the show. Hello. Yes. Um, I, I pretty much had no one really stand out last round. Um Captaincy was rubbish as well. Um, I had McDermott for zero. I couldn't avoid him. And I... It was just a rubbish round. I mean, I went up still. I'm 392nd. Yeah. But, you know, this is the round. This is the round. I can feel it. I've got everyone I want now. This is yeah, round. this round's a tricky round because um, you... You know, next round we've got Scorchers and Heat in the double. So probably part of your mind wants to plan for that. It's the first week of finals. So if you're sort of in cashies like me, I've made a couple of top fours, some of my own um, cash tournaments. So I feel an obligation to try to um, play, stay in the in the now and and play this round as strong as I can, not sort of think too far ahead. So, I mean, yeah, of course, I want to grab a couple of Heat players, don't I? you know, to, to pair in with my scorchers. I think heat's a good idea because we all probably have a, a few scorchers and we know that they're into the buy to finish the season. So you can't have six or seven of them. I think that's probably signing your own death for and having too many of them. Um, but if that doesn't fit your play for this week, you know, just win your games this week. If you're, if you, if you're concentrating on head to head um, and it's kind of tricky as well, because, uh, which ones to get? Um, how do you set yourself up for a successful week this week? Another single, Last week was a tricky round. I mean, I went up um, with a 606 and, and having a zero captain. So a lot of people obviously found it tough. Um, and, you know, that not that just the way? Though I said in the podcast I did solo, these rounds are a moving round, you know, up and down. You can you can generally make some um, good ground if you play it right. And, look, I had a, a strong squad. So even with a zero captain, I managed to go up. Um, what's your plan for you're obviously not like me in a head-to-head and all cashies and you're not a gambler like me obviously your mind is very much an overall finish um strategy well, wise for this week what's the plan um yeah so i'm mainly this week i'm just trying to bring in pod players and go free stock standard with the captaincy you know so what i've done is i've pretty much just said 
who's the best player I can find with the lowest ownership possible? And I concluded that it's Stephen Smith. Yeah, I really thought he yeah. looked bloody sensational, to be quite honest. He did. Um, and he's going to, like, he's at Coffs Harbour next game against a yeah. bowling attack from the Adelaide Strikers, which I would call fairly ordinary. So I'm, I'm tipping him in for a big one, hence why I've brought him in. And, you know, he's, he's reasonably affordable. He's not like David Warren. Was it 200,000? And he's also, I feel like he's, you know, more consistent than David Warner or Wilson Collage or some of these guys, you know? Yeah, he, he doesn't go for as many dangerous shots. Um, yeah, yeah, I really don't mind that shout. That's part of the reason why I'm not too keen to sell Philippi. Um, look, it was a scratchy old innings, but he hung in there, and it's because of that Coffs Harbour game. But you see, the other part of me says the Sixers don't have a double. Don't sell um, Hurricanes. Don't sell Scorchers. You know, so because um, I'd love to sell McDermott after giving me a donut, but you know, um, I want to hold him because he's on the double. Uh, you know, so theoretically, I should sell Head. And I should sell Philippi, but I want to try to hold them because I just bought head in last round. He was a fail. I only made one trade last week. Isn't that bizarre? I only made one trade last week um, and head was a fail. You know, the head wasn't good, if you know what I mean. Um, but I and, and look, I could be on the cards this week for not having a chance to loop in Ben McDermott. I don't want to have him in my starting lineup because they do play late in the round. So isn't it just so super coach? that I'm going to have no way of looping in Ben McDermott and he'll come in and score a 150. Yeah. And that's why I'm starting him because he's due. Um, he's well you look due. At ben McDermott's, if you look at Ben McDermott's form, this is this should be the innings where he goes off. He, he mm. could have been last week as well. So I, I, I do understand the logic behind McDermott captain. Yep. So it's going to be soon. I'm going to play him. I'll cop the zero if he scores zero, you know, because if he scores the 150 and 90% of the comps edged him, that's like having a pod play, and that'll that'll send him skying up the ranks. Plus, yep. he plays late, so next to no one's going to be able to loop him in. Yep. So I'm, I'm going to lock him in, take a risk. Yeah, we'll see. That's the thing. Um, Obviously, having him – I played against so many people in head-to-heads. They all had McDermott. They all played him. So they got a zero. I just lost – so I essentially – you know, just lost the captain bit. You know, so if you had a tie for 26, you beat me by 52 points, you know, so that was the gain that you had on it. You know, you have your loop set up and if your loop goes off, potentially you could pull out McDermott if you want, but I'm sort of like, okay, if my loop fails, I'll take a punt on McDermott on field. You know, he could be that um, player, but look, I like the thought process because after a zero, people are like, can't trust him in my starting lineup. Yeah. And it's very hard to get a loop on him this week. So I really don't mind that strategy. That was kind of my thinking behind last week's strategy is I'm going to go this road. No one else goes <laughs> and it didn't pay off. Um, look, let's um, let's take a look at um, the games as we do. Um, and, and then we'll take a mind's eye into this next round, which is we're, we're really in a moving time. It's the first week of finals in head to heads. And if, if you care about that, um, Oh, look, we should put out a special mention. Um, Tyrone uh, from the Supercoach Tragics. He's an absolute weapon of a Supercoach player across a number of sports. Mm. He's up into the top. Uh, is he in sixth or seventh or eighth? Yes, he's in sixth now. Six. I've, I've had the awful displeasure of first him a couple of times in some head-to-heads. And he pumped me. 
He no. is a terrific um, super coach. There's some people, Tim Williams from the playbook is one of them. Um, Tyrone and his dad, Glenn, are really solid players across. And I kind of think I'm pretty good across both sports, but Tyrone's a real gun. Um, and Jake from the old super coach experience, he's right up the pointy end um, as well. He's a, he's a solid player himself across NRL and um, BBL. So congratulations mm-hmm. to them. And look, um, in the case of Tyrone, good luck, mate, because you are cl- you. He's only a hundred and something points behind first. Yeah, and just to put this into a, a bit of perspective for our listeners out there, if you're wondering how competitive one of our leagues is, and it's got you and I in it, it's the Super Coach Hub Masters one. Actually, no. How about we tell them about the um, yeah, no, yeah, that one works. The Super Coach Hub Master one. We will tell them about that because. Ninth place is ranked inside the top 1,000 people. In our league, the ninth highest point scorer, so second last essentially, is still in the top 1,000. That's how competitive the league that we're in is. And, yeah. You know. Amazing. You is. know, Jake, who's in 40th, I looked in one of the leagues I'm in, and he's in eighth in that head-to-head comp because you're up against yeah. solid players you know, really solid players, but congratulations to those guys. And, you know, I really hope um, it'd be nice to just know someone who is someone, you know, um, that wins mm. uh, super coach. It was the case in the old NRL a couple of years ago with Timmy um, from the super coach experience. That was a, such a great moment. Even you kind of feel the high just because it's one of your, you know, your super mm. coach friends who you talk to. So um, yeah, look, it was around, I guess um, for mine, that was, you know, that for, for me to not get punished getting zero as a captain, it meant that across the board, popular captains-wise, that's why Tyrone's right up the pointy end. After a, a three-round average of 3.7, he put the captain on Sam's. What a that, – that was like as gutsy as my Ben McDermott, don't you reckon? Probably smarter, yeah, though, because Sam's is, is, a, is a premium oh. gun. Oh, I don't know. I wouldn't say it's smarter. I would not say it's smarter. You know, that's if you're happy, you guys average 3.7. You probably, you know, part of me thinks you deserve the 3.7, but oh, you get so much luck in this game. Well done. I mean, yeah, yeah. you know, risk it for the biscuit and and well deserved. Yeah. Um, look, let's go in and, and look at our um things that stood out to us. We've obviously got some relevant teams still to come up on doubles, which we'll keep a little mind's eye on them, but we'll go through the games, the goods, the things that we liked, um, disliked, and and something that's caught our eye. In the first game, um, the Adelaide Strikers went down to the Brisbane Heat. I was really surprised about this. A um, couple of uh, big names coming back in for the Adelaide Strikers. Um, look, obviously we saw um, the big names come in for the Heat as well, and they flopped in their first game back as well, but the Heat were good. Um, yeah. Baisley, I've got my concerns about Baisley's um, job security and his body, yeah. um, but he probably looks like one of the firm options that you could pick from their team. 107 points. Yeah, I think you're trading in on the round. I would not be, I'm not trading him in this round. I wouldn't trade him in before. Uh, you're trading in on the round, round 12. I'm pretty sure they have to double. That's when you trade him in because, as you say, job security, injury risk, it's all too high. He'll be a pretty solid option, and you've got to take into account the last double we played, he scored 40 points, mm. um, and he was dropped immediately after, pretty much. So, yeah, I mean, look, people are going to probably be stashing a couple of heat this week. So, he, he, you know, you might grab a niece, you might grab a Manus Labashane, you know, and oh, I, Spencer Johnson, at the price. Yeah, he's been great at the price. Um, 
you know, but so I think some people might be forced into Baisley. What do I think the, you know, out of 10, the chances of him, you know, being, being there for both games of their double, I reckon it's probably a seven out of 10. We know that um, Steckity didn't play. Is he injured or is he just not oh, getting that's a drop. He's been dropped. Dropped. But I mean, we know the class of Steckity. So all it takes is, you know, um, Baisley to go out and suck ass tonight. And I, I'm sure that um, Steckity comes back in probably. Yeah. Yeah, and like if Secondy is named, you know he's a hundred thousand for a guy that got got a hundred forty points in the last double he played. So mm. there is pedigree this season alone. Oh. Um, it's a risky pick though, isn't it? Yeah, it is because oh, I'm just I was absolutely shocked. I must have I thought it was he had to be injured because yeah. he's such a, a gun for, for for them for years. Um, yeah. Look, um, Harry Conway, <laughs> he's an <laughs> awkward old thing, isn't he? He's just such a good energy. Yeah. Um, but he, he did well in that game as well. I don't, um, you know, I think I was thinking about, you and I are both thinking about him for the start of the season. Didn't really work out. I think he's at 4% now. So those little people, you know, you probably had him on a bench loop or something, but well done. Mm. Look, um, Matt Short's human, 50 points. Match. Yeah, you know, that's, that's how you know he, you've got a gun player when his bad game's 50 points, yeah. right? You're happy when you it's know? other players for 50. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, you, if you told me that uh, uh, Josh Phillippe got 50 points, I'd be like, oh, solid, you know? But then Matt Short getting 50 points, big bummer. Um, no, I was a bit disappointed he only bowled one over. Mm. Uh, I think that changes. I think they'll drop them in empty. I think they'll rely on Travis Head and Matt Shaw. And if Colin's fit, Colin for the fifth bowler, I think that's more than fine. Yeah, that's the thing. I think Matt Short needs to be kind of thrifty, if you know what I mean, in that first over. He got a, a bit of a tonk, didn't he, in that first over? So yeah. I think they just went, all right, well, it's not for him this game. Um, Marnus, 66 points. Yeah. Um, uh, You know, in that first game, I thought he was just too excitable. They still bowled him, didn't they, uh, in that game? I think he got an over, didn't he? Uh, in the first game, in the second, in this game, this no, no, no overs this game. Mm, um, so ho- hopefully that changes because I did just trade him in last round for sixty six, and so that was a good score. I would have liked him to a bulk. Yeah, that's the thing I like about Steve Smith and and Manus. It doesn't even matter if it's t- tests, one days, or T twenties. These mofo's are greedy for runs and. They don't want to get out. They want to stay out there. I don't even care. I I think Steve Smith, he yeah. wouldn't care if it was a runner ball fifty. He doesn't. He's not going to give up his wicket cheaply. And um, Manus probably plays a bit more of a risk riskier go. But I think for him, if he has a fail, he makes sure he dials it in a little bit the next game. And I think he might even be better this next game as well. Warmed up, you know, to the tournament. You, you know what I mean? Yeah, I do know what you mean. And. Yeah, I think the more games that these test stars get in, as you say, the better they'll perform. And I, I'm sneakily happy as an artist owner going and not having to scramble to get him in in the next couple of rounds. I think he'll be a very popular buy target this week. Yeah, I think so. Um, you need him, really. Yeah, probably. Um, look, the, the disappointing things in there, Lynn, I mean... I had a little plan last week of if I sold Lynn, I could have done a couple of different things, but I was like, might as well just have him for one more game. He's a leading Mm -hmm. run scorer Mm. um, and he didn't go out on a high note. um, So he's a little bit cheaper this week. Um, Alex Carey was a popular pick last week and so was Travis Head. And they were right down the bottom there for the Adelaide Strikers. I actually brought in Trav Head myself. 
And he was my only trade of the week. I sold, um, I don't know who I sold, some someone. <laughs> then I went with Travis Head and he stunk. But you see, the thing is, um, I was going to go, I was originally on Kerry. As soon as I saw Head opening, I was like, I might as well take a slice of that now. You, you, you know, if I can hold him, I'm, I reckon he's still in good form and he just, I, I wouldn't be surprised to see him go and absolutely murder it this week. Yeah, is this Travis Head? Yeah. Yeah, no. Um, I'll tell you what, I was nervous as a non-owner. I didn't get carry or head. I was like, okay, we just need to get gun players that are in form in the big batch and we'll we'll wait on some test stars. Plus, I took preference of for Mars because I had that double coming up. Yeah. And I, I do like Travis Head. I think, you know, I, I'm not going to be able to own him this season, I don't think, even though I want to. It's just going to be the way it is. So I'm yeah. going to have to death ride him. And so hopefully he doesn't hit form. <laughs> yeah, well, that's it. He, I mean, the time for him was last week because they had a double. You might as well have taken a punt. And now you might as well just bloody well hold him. But, um, you know, I wouldn't be buying him now. Um, on to the next game. The Melbourne Renegades um, got the job. Sam Harper's having a bloody good season, isn't he? Um, he is. 86 points from him. Um, and look, Joe Clark. So it was the keepers um, in that game, wasn't it? Um, mm. Joe Clark, you know, I've seen a few people float the idea because obviously they play the first game this round as a bit of an X factor play that you can have set up as a loop on your, on your bench. Um, would you be buying Joe Clark this week or Sam Harper plays the last game? So that could be an op- option for you to be able to set up Ben McDermott for a loop. Cause that's the only, they play after him. Hmm. Okay. Well, neither team has a double remain, right? That's yeah. against them. Joe Clark, he's had a couple of good games in a row, which could either be form or it means he's due for a quiet game soon. Uh, Sam Harper's 187000 so I'm immediately ruling him out. I'm not paying 187000 for a guy that, you know, he was rubbish the first two-thirds of this season. So oh. I'm not going there. Yep. Um, so, no, I'm not a fan of Harper. Not really a fan of Joe Clark. I'd be more inclined to pick one of your Bo Webster or Will Sutherland if you're looking for a player from those teams because yeah, they're just I mean, so reliable. Yep. Um, look, now, Bo Webster, um, Stoyne's back. So, <laughs> nah, not, not going to affect him? Well, Stoyne's got the hamstring injury, right? And so he's not going to bowl. Will. Like, he's mm. not going to bowl himself if he doesn't want to bowl. He's You'd probably you back know, behind him risk. as well because he's in that middle yeah. of the role. Yeah, exactly. So I'm I'm not actually concerned at all. If if there is a concern that pops up and he doesn't perform quite as well this week, I can move him on. He's pretty well. He's at a good price. I can move him to a double player after this. But I'm holding him for sure. Yeah. Now it was one of my contemplations as a head-to-head player because I wanted to set up a loop in keeper, bat, and bowl. You know, because mm. I'm 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 a head-to-head player, but I'm still doing well overall. But I'm going to let my cashies and head-to-heads take precedent. Webster was somebody I was considering to have set up there and 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 a heat player to in order to have a loop set up for the first game that I can you know if they if they go off you know from the stars I think Webster's the guy I reckon for me um yeah. and I you know I am partial to a bit of a Joe Clark um Kane Richardson you know I think um he's improved as the tournament's gone mm. on did have a little bit of a side strain there 74 from him he's been good in the last couple of weeks yeah he has um Ever since he went for that, you know, 62, the third most expensive bowling figures of all time, mm. you know, he, he, he has pulled it back in. He's bowled really well. Um, and I think there is a there's a case for him, I guess. Um, if you're a big pod hunter, 
And you know, you you think you're thinking, oh, I reckon Kay Richardson's due for a bag at some point. Well, then you know, back you go and get Kane, but he's not for me. I don't think. I just think I focus on the double players or a bit more mainstream. Yep. Um, hasn't Guptor been a bit of a fail in this? Mm, that just means that just means there's a big game right around the corner, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah, well, we're running out of time, and he's the kind of player that's like, I better get one. I've got to get a good score. Yeah. Um, yeah. All right, moving on to the next game. This one was – it had so many implications in the BBL season, um, and they got up for the game, um, the Hobart Hurricanes. I, I think my trades, the way they landed out last week, I had real plans to get rid of Meredith, but I didn't do it. I was going to get Carey, and I just decided to hold him her on the side of bowlers. Um, and he bowled really well. Um, look, it was 72 points from him. There was a lot of um, other better performance in that game. But I'm going to hold him now because they've got a double coming up. And he's been good. It was a 60s, I think, the week before. And then a 72s um, this week. But look, let's mention the stars of the game. Tim David, um, well done. It was just all about his stuff, isn't it? He just came in and did what, we, what you would have hoped he got more chances in the season to do. 113 points, amazing. Nathan Ellis, a hat trick. He's yeah taken over the, as the captain, and then well, I don't oh, know. He wasn't the oh, yeah. When, the moment he took over captain, his bowling sort of improved, didn't it? This yeah. season, I think he's, he's he realised he's the leader of the attack. He stepped up mentally. You know, he's he's um he's really put together some good performances, and mm. I'm, I'm just sorry, a bit of a detour back to Tim David. I've just had a look. Would you believe me if I told you his season average was 52? Yeah. That's shocking. Like, I can't believe he's actually averaging 52. I thought he'd be like low 40s sort of guy. Yeah. Um, I mean, look, he, 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 he's he got little speckles of big, you know, good scores that sort of plump up the average. And he is, I've, I think he bowled. They're bowling him. Yeah. Yeah, he bowled an over. It wasn't a brilliant over. He it bowled wasn't a brilliant over. It's good to see, you know, that they go to him. Yeah, like I guess it's really it maybe not one for next year, but it's one to monitor, isn't it? Like yeah, you know, definitely. Now let me ask you this question: Have they mm. worked out Paddy Dooley yet? <laughs> Have well they done. worked him out yet? Ninety-four well points from the big fella. He's, yeah, I mean, he's he's having a ripping season. Mm, he is. I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to admit I'm wrong here. Uh, no, he 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 played really well. Um. I think he he did benefit a little bit from bowling the final over, but even then he was still like two for fifteen or three. Yeah. So he, he's performing really well. I thought for sure that they would they would have figured him out by now because it's not like he's good bowler, right? But it's just it's flick of the wrist, you know. Don't play cut shots to him and you'll be fine. <laughs> Can't be that hard. Um. Anyway. Well, and also. Oh, uh, the one name I've failed to mention because I'm talking all Hurricanes, I guess, because they've got a double up coming is Dan Sams. Oh, here, we, here we go. What a bounce yep. back, eh? Um, 145 points from Dan Sams. On my solo, you know, I was fielded a couple of questions I, and one of them was like, bring Sams back in after he's just got a three-round average of 3.7. I was like, he has bottomed out. It's probably the cheapest you're ever going to buy Sams and you can't keep a champion down. So I green-lighted it. I was like, but just just be prepared. He's been a hard own over the last three weeks. Well, he he, he bounced back in a big way. Yeah, he did. And, yeah, as we say, you can't keep the gun down forever. And the 145 points, well, it was a matter of time, wasn't it? Like, 
He's averaging 69.7 before he got injured. And then he's come back. He looks like he's back at full fitness now because he bowled four overs comfortably. And, you know, I've got a bit of faith that he's going to come home like a house on fire, in all honesty. Yep. Um, now, look, is Wade going to be there for the next game? I mean, if after all the suspensions he's been getting, getting physical with somebody, you know, is he going to get mm. – is he going to miss the next game? And I think he said to the umpire as well, I can give a sh- if if you if I'm in trouble for this. Up yours. It's only going to hurt Australian cricket. They're going to be oh, disappointed. Gosh. So he's lipping and he's physical. Yeah. Have we oh. heard anything? Is he going to get – is he going to get another sit down? Mm. Um, I tell you what, I sold him last week because I, I was just I, I pretty much had enough. He wasn't really performing very well. He was getting a bit too, a bit too chatty. You know, it was like the job security from his own self is it's rubbish. You know, so I'm going to sell him. I don't even reckon he'll play both games. That will. I reckon you never know what they'll do. The Hurricanes could drop him for disciplinary reasons, like. It's just, I would, massive red flags all over Matthew Wade. Sell him. I don't care if he's got a double in a couple of rounds' time. Get rid of him. Move on. Yep. Uh, ben McDermott, you, you want to talk about feast or famine? 17, shit. Zero, shit. 17, shit. 98, amazing. 135, in, incredible. 12, zero. It's 100 or nothing. 100 or single digits. Mm-hmm. And yep. Ado captained him. Good on you. And, and he's due. He's due. People. Yeah, he was due last round. He's, but I mean, that's why this week I, I really want to find a way um, to have an option to have him on field. And, I, and your strategy of like maybe having him in your starting lineup, if your loop doesn't come off, keep him in there. Like, because maybe not a captain, but you, you'll just wear a zero with most other people. It's probably. It's not worth the risk of not playing him against if you're in a head-to-head with someone who is going to play him. Mm, I'm going to throw a statistic at you, okay? The first, he played three games of the season. The first three games of the season, he averaged 11.3. Then he scores 98 points, right? Then he has another big game in the first game of the double. Since then, he's had three quiet games. If my trend interpretation is correct, Rounds 11 and 12, he should go big. He should. He better bloody well do it. Um, And look, if Matt Wade gets dumped, he'll take the gloves, which will be, you know, something yeah. as well. Um, Sam's, he was he was great. That's my – look, Warner, yeah. um, a zero. It's two mm. names at the bottom of the scoring list that you probably wouldn't um, have expected. I know a, lot, a few people that brought in um, Warner, so you'd be spewing as well. Um, in yeah. the last game there, um, look, I don't think the Sixers deserved it. I thought, you know, the, it was pretty much a butchering. I was in the chat there on the old Twitter, the Supercoach uh, Hub Masters, you know. I was like, Eskenazi, he he um, butchered that. And they're like, oh, you're a bit harsh, yeah. Ado. Well, you know, this, this, the, the couple of singles there in the 19th and yeah. you know, getting the non-bat. He, he's an opening bat and he was well in. He was controlling the game. The run rate was very acceptable. I thought they should have won that. I, you know, it, from a game management thing, I think they should have really got it in a canter. 13 hey. off the – or it was 18 off the last two or something, I think, from memory. I don't know. But I just mm. thought taking the single there into the 19th was just uh, – you're like, what the hell did he do? There was a few questionable decisions on their part, wasn't there? Like, I don't know. I, I'm a bit 
I'm very happy that the Sixers won and, you know, that Eskenazi had a couple of brain fades in there. Yeah. Uh, but we should have been. We should. They should have gone home with an over the spare, in all honesty. Yeah. Um, um, Sean Abbott went ridiculous yeah. well, didn't he? He did hundred points. He was probably the highlight. Um, I was in a in our um WhatsApp group. Someone was like, "Sit, Abbott," and I was like, "No, no." Yeah, and and they're no, like, no, "What about no. weather on the horizon?" I was like, "No, no. just have him in. He's have a gun. You. He's hit form. You have him in." Even in the WhatsApp, they're asking for this week because it's um you know at a small ground and no, no, no. he bowls death. No. Don't I mean try your best not to ever take death overs bowlers out of your lineup, no matter the yeah. ground, because they could just. Even in those little grounds, there's a chance for wickets because it is a small ground. And these last overs, they're going the tonk. They're trying to smash it out of the yeah. small ground. You don't um, have to get wickets caught. You can get wickets bowled. Yeah. Um, one of the late kind of moves I made, it was mainly because I was like, look at where they've got Kerr in the batting order. He, he's going to bowl yeah. four. And look at where they've got him in the order. I'm going to dump um, Bancroft because I think he's due a fail and I've probably got too many scorches. So I, I went Bancroft to Kerr when I saw him in the um, batting lineup where he was. But he, oh. they just kept bringing in everyone, Dwarshus, and I was ready for him to bring in Nathan Lyon before him. I'm like, what's going on? He's a batter, really, who learned how he, he yeah. came put on the bowling. I reckon he should have come in before Moises because I think that that was – that's when I was like, they deserve to lose this game because the the slowness of the wicket, they needed a, a big, big hitter. It was pretty good. Uh, this, uh, they brought in, um, uh, what's his name? Dan Christian, you know, which I thought that's a, a pretty good move as well. Dwarshus did hit the six off the last ball, which was the difference, mm. wasn't it? And what a last, a second to last over from um, the great man, Dan Christian. Oh, he so comes in clutch. cold and bowls like over of the bloody tournament nearly. Yeah, he's so clutch. Yeah, what a champion. Um, yeah, Hank, I'd love to – this is the disappointing thing, right? He's going to bat up the top when there's no super coach on during finals, right? And he's not, never going to open the batting in the regular season. If he could just open the batting and do what he does in the regular season, he'd be the most owned player by far yeah. in super coach, you know? Yep. Um, look, um, we did me- mention the butchering of Eskenazi, but he did play a really ripping game. Some of those little ramp stuff that he does and the switch hits, mm. you know, or he, he 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 looks absolutely dynamic. He's not a big hitter, but his finesse work is terrific. 91 points for him. We mentioned Abbott, sensational with 100. Philippi, you know, it was scratchy and not as – he didn't look fluent at the top of the order, but he finished with a 64 um, you know, Hatsaglu was solid and Berendorf has had a good season. Um, probably the disappointing stuff in the game was Hardy with a one. Um, mm. you know, now he, he doesn't look like he's going to bowl. He's a bat three, isn't he? Um, is there a yeah. case to maybe sit him this week? Um, I'll tell you what, he'll be my first sacrifice for any loops. Uh, just the pure bat only. He's been in good form, which is why I'm holding him and he's got a double soon. Uh, but he has been slightly, he was slightly underwhelming the last game, and he's had Optus, which does help, I guess. So there's a few things in his favour. Yep. Um, Ashton Agar wasn't great again. I moved him on a while back. Bancroft, he was, you know, I made 40, I made 50 points off my Bancroft to Kerr, and that, that was handy when you got a zero for your captain. Mm-hmm. Um, AJ Ty was probably quiet for someone who's had a ripping season at 29 and Inglis. It just didn't come off for him this game, 11 points. And he's had an absolutely ripping year, hasn't he? 
yeah, he has. Like, he's a very good. I don't know um, what to say. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, let's go and have a look at the most traded in and out. Um, obviously, we've got a fair bit to of time today for people to think about trades. It's not like a short turnaround. Obviously, back into the you know normal week. Um, and it's not a weekend game. Traded out wise, um, number one on the traded out list is Chris Lynn, and it makes sense because this um, he's gone. The last round was he's his gone. last game. Yep. You know he's had a good tournament, but he didn't go out on a high note. He lost twelve k, not the worst. Um, number two on the list is Marcus Stoinis. Would you be trading Stoin out? He's back. Mm. Oh. Is there much? Is he is there much use to him right now? Probably mm. not. You would have held him as a loop, probably. So I yep. think, yeah, you probably do sell him. Yeah, I mean, it's just like Stoinis to come in and brain it because he's got it in him. That's the thing. When you, yeah. when you, if you've got someone coming back and they're one of those ones that can be a gun, you're like, oh, I'm getting rid of them, but they could just hurt me. And and there's no one more bigger than that on next on the list, Ben McDermott. Double nah, coming up. Tell. I know it was a no. zero, but look, you just you make your bed and you lie in it, don't you, with him? Because they've got a double upcoming. 139,000. I would rather sell um Philippi personally, because yeah. McDermott has a double coming up and you know Philippi hasn't been in the most sensational form. Um he he was better last round, obviously, but you know, if you if you're selling um keepers, sell others. Yeah, I wouldn't sell Inglis. I probably wouldn't sell Bancroft if you've still got him, and I, w- I wouldn't sell Ben McDermott. They're coming up for a mm. double, and no, McDermott I, I, can hurt you in a double. Yeah, he I've definitely that. can. Yeah, no, I wouldn't sell him at all. McDermott's a very important player, and as we said before, I think he's he's very much due for a big score. And you know, if, he, if it happens this round and you just and you're just ignoring it and you're saying, nah, I'm selling him, I'm done with him," that's a bit of ignorance on your part, I think. Yeah, well, what I will say about him is um, he stands, unless he goes off like an absolute you know, lunatic this round, he's got a high break even. I think it's like 129. I can't, my, my internet's not letting me have a look at him. But um, there's a you know the chance you could just sell him. I'm like In one of my plans, I was like, with, with his money, the extra 20-odd K, I can do something that I want to do and I'll just bring him back next week as one of my trades because – it gets me an extra heat player, which I need for next round. And, you know, I can just get him back before their double. Um, but look, trades are at a, yeah. at a minimum. So mm. don't get too cute with you. If you have him, I'd find someone else to sell who is actually not double relevant. Moving on. Yeah, no, number, f- number, yeah, number four on the list is Aaron Hardy. Um, look, they've got a double upcoming and I probably wouldn't sell him. I'd probably, like you said, I would have him. He would be one of my first choices of people to pull out if your loops go off. Um, he's had a really good season, I think, um, and you know, uh, just wasn't the game for him. They're a fair bowling outfit, you know. It's I, I said in my solo, there could be potential that these two teams cancel out some of their main players. You, know, you saw Inglis down the bottom. Ty didn't have his greatest game. You know, Dwarshus wasn't all all that good. You know, um, they are such good team bowling and bat- batting outfits. No other teams really up that high, are they, for skills no. that are going to blunt out each other? No, and it, it was always going to be more of a good cricket game to watch than a big good super coach game to watch. Yeah, 
Yeah, I felt that way. Um, I wouldn't sell him personally, not with them coming up on a double. Um, look, unless you've got, I've seen some teams that have got like six scorches already. You know, that's probably because yeah, they go they go straight from their double into the buy. Maybe you're just like, I don't care mm. what happens in the last round. I'm just going to go hard for that double, and you know, I'll sell three of them and sit three of them in the final round. But um, yeah, look, I don't. Um, I would not sell Ben McDermott. Yes. I probably would sell Stoyness. I definitely sell Lynn, um, but I would try to hold McDermott and Hardy because of the doubles. Trav Head, he was the most traded in player last week, but everyone's getting rid of him because he didn't he didn't nail it in round in the first game back. Would you be selling Travis Head? No, 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 no. Particularly with the potential for them for them to drop down to four bowls, four front line bowls, have sure head, and if Colin's not fit then it's a shortened head making up the fifth bowler. So you'd think they're not going to give all forward of that short and that Travis Head's going to bowl his arm over for a couple. Yeah, the reason why I picked him in because he was opening. I think he'll probably open again this week. Um, so he's an opener who is the captain. And if they go one bowler less, he probably does bowl an over or two. Um, look, but again, um, Ben McDermott, no. Hardy, no, because they've got doubles. If I had to sacrifice Head and... And you're like, oh, all right. Well, I'll 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 sell McDermott and I'll hold head, sell head and hold McDermott. Um, that's my opinion anyway. Number six on the list is Darcy Short. Darcy Short's been more handy to me as a loop than he was a player. You know, when I, I was I was sporting when I when I had him and I was like, oh, he got dropped and I didn't get him on the double. But he's been handy as a um as enough. Um, look, if it works out for your finances, who cares? I was yeah. one of my plans to get loops was I could sell him to another enough. I'd be selling enough to enough just to get the balance of the team and the money right so I can have my loops. But I don't care if you sell Darcy Short. He's he's I don't think he's gonna get a game unless Matt Short um Matt um Wade gets suspended. Yeah, no, and it is a dramatic it's been a dramatic fall from Grace, hasn't it? Mm, and hopefully company bounces back next year. Yeah, well, it'd be cheap as chips. Number seven on the list is Cameron Bancroft. Um, look, I sold him last week. I felt like he was due, and I just I just made an impulse move when I saw where Kerr was batting in the lineup. Would you be selling him this week? He's only had really he, he hasn't failed a lot. Um it's tough because he's up against very good Hobart bowling attack, bro. You know, if there was ever a week for him to have another bad game, it'd be this one. You know, Riley Merritt, Paddy Dooley. He match rap, Nathan Ellis, like that's a bowling attack I really wouldn't be keen on facing. So, uh, and then he's got the double next round. So, no, I wouldn't tell him. Yeah, well, that's it. I mean, that's the only thing over Hardy and, and Bancroft. Um, you know, they've got an yeah. upcoming double, but it, you, some, a lot of people do have too many scorches, and those two are, are two on the list. I mean, I'd obviously be holding my ties. You know, and I'd be holding my Inglises and, you know, they, they'll probably pretend. I sold Bancroft last week, so who am I to tell people not to sell him this week? But if I still had Bancroft this week, I'd probably just hold him now because they're, you know, they're coming up to their double. Um, Number eight on the list is Nathan McSweeney. It makes a little sense to me on the sense of he's not played. He was good when he got to go, but he's probably not going to be there for their double. There's no point holding him now, is there? Because he could come in for the double. If, if they get an injury or with something, but that's a real slim chance. Yeah, he's also 130000 Yeah. So you just cash out and you say, thanks for making the money. I'm going to take you to Daniel Stan. Yep, I agree. 
Number nine on the list is Zampa. Um, one hundred twelve thousand one hundred. Yeah, go. Do on. Yep. No need for him. What is he doing for you? Not much, really. No yep. doubles. No nothing to him. Yep. Nathan Coulton Isle, hundred fifty-six thousand. He's a pretty good tournament. Nathan Coulton Isle, but he's, he's played well, but he gets managed too often. I think they move him on as well. He's going to help you get some good plays in. Ignore the break even. I say it's negative four, but you you need a play to make money. You know, mm. and you're not, he's not, he's never a guaranteed a play due to the injury and resting. Yeah. Well, looking at that, the season's over. Yeah. Looking at that list of the t- the 10 cells, um, you know, Nathan Coulton is not one that I question as much as I do, you know, a Ben McDermott, for instance, because, yeah. um, you know, it's when it's double, upcoming double plays. Don't get obsessed for the double, you know, really. Mm. <laughs> you know, if you brought in um Head and Carey and played them all last week, you would have failed. You would have had good you know, double numbers and you would have failed. Um, So, you know, sell, make your team as strong as you can. It's like you said, who's the cheapest player I can bring in without having to sell the good players that I've got in my team, you know, Steve Smith. Um, Me, um, you know, that's why Travis Head might be an option because he, he for me, even though I brought him in last week, is because I'm not going to sell Ben McDermott because he's got an upcoming double. I just mm-hmm. think you know, trying to have those numbers good for the upcoming games is just probably the smarter move. It may be that Trav Head comes out and, you know, because of the form we've seen him in the tests, he's in form, just didn't work for him last round. So he could come in and hurt me. Not that I'm definitely, you know, bolted onto selling him. Number one on the buys, Dan Sams. He's still um, very affordable, and I thought you should have done it last week. Um, absolutely agree with it. Bring him in. Yeah, Doc, you do. Um, I was hesitant last week. I, I understand the price, but the break even. I was it was just all these things. He just everything went in his favour that game, and that's why he went up in value. Um, but yeah, you got to get him this round. His bangs, he's due for a good innings with the bat. He he hasn't had his one innings of the season yet, you know. Yeah. So it's going to be soon. Yep, I mean he's not a double upcoming double player, but he is a premium. Um, you know, he's got the runs on the board in Supercoach for for mm. you to be wanting him in your team if you don't already have him. James Baisley, um, we did discuss him in the top of the show um, as somebody who did well last round. You think it should be done right on the round? I think he's one of the one of the main targets. He just, you know, he's got a he's an all rounder. He's got to be he's going to bowl most games, and because of the fickle heat batting lineup, he's probably going to bat. Most games mm. as well. You just got to stay in there. Yeah, he's also he can often go from hot to cold. Like that 148 he scored in round five, that was in a single game, and then he scores 30 across two games and a double, and then a three. So, no, nah, not for me. Um, I reckon he goes cold this week. Pretty pretty rubbish game, I reckon. Radio. Um, Manus Labashain, um, 180,000 for Manus. It was, you know, he looked, he looked better in that last game. Would you be prioritizing him as your first yeah. picked heat player to build for next week? He'd be my first player I'd bring in this week, actually. I understand you've got Daniel Sams there, but Manus, you know, he could hurt you badly if you don't own him this week and if you don't prioritize him, you know, yeah. you're 180,000. People are selling Lynn. People are selling Lynn this week, and the money's yeah. close enough. Get Marnus yeah, in. Um, and you know, you know, he's Marnus is a superstar. So he he's every yeah, you know, he he's the heat. He's going to come in and do whatever he wants. 
you know, mm. Manus. He's good field. He may bowl. Um, and I think he's warming up with the bat. Number four on the list is Michael Nisa. Um, he's been good in patches this year. Mm. Um, yeah, he scored all, all right last round, forties. I think he's. I reckon Manus, Baisley, Nisa are probably their top three that I'd want. Um, you know, Kawaja. I, I don't know. I never have said to people go for Kawaja, but he he obviously has been a great of the past for Super Coach uh, in the BBL, yeah. one of the title. Um, you got any interest in Nisa? I do. I really do. I don't know if I was to get him in, I'd be trading. I'd be ta- changing my trades up a fair bit. But it's very tempting because he's got Melbourne, the Melbourne Stars. They're officially out of finals. That batting is gonna. They're just gonna drop off really fast. They're playing for picks at this point, you know. Mm. Well, Nisa was on. When we talk about our <laughs> trades in this week, he he's on my list. Um, yeah, I Yep. Yeah. Number five on the list is Bo Webster. Um, he's been good, Bo, this year, 141,000. They are first game up this round, which I think people are probably setting themselves up with. Well, it makes sense to bring in heat. They're the first game up this round, which you can get a heat. You can get a Baisley if you want to take a pun on him and just get him on your bench. You, you said you think he might go poor, but you can get him in, put him on your bench mm. and loop him in if you want. Um, Bo Webster, a desirable target. Yeah, um, I just if you have a look at how he scored his points last week, it was all round accumulation. You know, he got I think he got a catch or two in the he got two catches in the field. He bowled three overs at a good economy, and he scored a very quick twenty nine. Yeah, you know? they put so him. Oh, that's just, one underrated thing. He's a good field and he's tall timber, and they put mm, him in the in the in the big spots. You know, for yeah. um, catches. Number six on the list is Sean Abbott. He's hit form. 194,800. Yeah. Um, I've got people in WhatsApp saying, should I sit him? And people are buying him. I'm sure they're not buying him to sit him, get him in, mm. play him. He's a weapon. He's a weapon. I I couldn't imagine not owning him. Yeah, he's been a terrifying way. watch with his death bowling yeah. and junk time wickets. Um, number seven on the list is Spencer Johnson. I don't think he's going to get dropped. He looks very good. No. And the Heat just announced their squad for tonight, and there's no Mark Steffity in it, so I don't reckon they're going to make changes. Yep, I mean they just won, didn't they? Did they win? Yeah, they did. Yeah, so yeah, they no did. change of winning formula. Um, numbers eight on the list is I did float that at you. I could take a little punt on an X Factor player like Joe Clark. Two point seven percent of people are doing it. Joe Clark in for a one thirty one. Do you think it's just because he's got X Factor and you can put him in as a loop? There's a couple of schools of thought on Joe Clark, you know. Is he is he just having a random patch of fall and he's going to get out? Or is it because the stars are out, they're saying just go out there and play a bit more freely and do your thing? Mm. I think it's it could be the latter. It could be the latter. And if you're brave enough, then go for it. Yeah, I mean it's it's in those um you know it's 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 a ball it's it's in that punty sort of I'm going a smoky move type thing yeah. like you and your Steve Smith it is probably going to be a road that is less travelled than other people just getting Joe Clark in setting him on the bench for a loop and then I I could see him it could be a zero then it doesn't hurt you or he he definitely has the potential to score a hundred number nine on this is Paddy Dooley I don't actually hate this um you know they've they've got a double coming up um he. Hasn't they haven't seemed to work him out? He's worth one hundred and fifty three thousand, and he has absolutely scored very consistently this year. Um, 
How can you not like it? Oh, <laughs> uh, well, yeah. No, I, I'm, I'm going to have to bite my, bite my tongue and bring him in round 13, aren't I? Well, it seems like he's one of them. If you own an Alice and a Meredith and, you know, all the likely yeah. customers, his low score for the year was a 22, and then it jumps straight from there to a 40. So that's amazing. He's got 52, 132, 56, 67, the 22, a 40, a 56, and a 94. The guy's mm. got an average of 65 for the year. Five ran average 55, yeah. three ran average 63. He's very desirable in my opinion. Yeah, he should be. Yeah. yeah. Um, number 10 on the list is Tim David. Um, you know, you pointed out that Tim David's probably surprised um, how well he's saying. He's worth $146,000. Um, mm. You know, it's uh, on roll. Do you think the roll's good enough for him to be? I mean, I don't want Matty Wade. McDermott's a hard one to own at the moment. We probably have some of the bowlers. Okay, Jules too on... expensive too. Yeah. Um, Tim David? Yeah, look, if you're – I wouldn't trade him in this uh, – actually, look, if you're a pod hunter and you're thinking – you also like to plan ahead, uh, Tim David could be a perfect round 13 number, you know. He could he, he could line up perfectly. And if he's if he has a couple of quiet games, I'll probably bring him in. Rightio. All right, well, I opened it up for some questions. We'll go through these nice and quickly. I'll ask you so that we can mm -hmm. wrap the show up. Um, where are we, Ado? Let's get these questions. Number one is um, bowler options. I have Abbott, Ty, and Ellis. So give me a bowler you'd go now if they've got Abbott, Ty, and Ellis. Yeah, like a bowler on top of it? Yeah. Yeah. Um. I'm going to go a bit different, and I'm going to say bring Marnus in your bowl. Yeah, I'd be saying bring yeah. in Marnus or Sams, because I haven't yeah. mentioned Sams in there. Um, Stoyne is back. Is he going to tempt you? I think we answered that. Mm, no, no. Not yeah, look, me. I mean, he's, he's got a, the potential in him. I'm, I, I kind of like, you know, the uh, Joe Clark almost more. You know, Joe Clark's got the backup of keeping. I don't think Stoyne's going to bowl for the lot. He's got a hammy problem. So you're bringing in a bat five, really, aren't you? Yeah. So no, I wouldn't, wouldn't tempt me. No, nah, I wouldn't be bringing Stoyne in at all. Who's a guy that I can bring in that is different um, to everyone else in order to pull off a master stroke? Your Steve Smith is in the, that sort of ballpark. Steve any Smith. Other, Steve any Smith. other names? You reckon Steve Smith? Steve Smith's your guy. Um, if you're really looking, you know, left field, there's a case to be made for a guy like, I don't know, if you're really ballsy, Tim David, like, he says 20% ownership, that's all pretty low. I mean, that's in the bottom half of, of the lead of the leaderboard. You know, up top, it's very low ownership, I'm pretty sure, for Tim David. So, yep, there's your guy if you want to take a risk. Yeah. Mine is Joe Clark. I'd go, I mean, but I'm such a sickie for Joe Clark. Go to get him in, put him on your bench, see how he goes. Um, oh, what do we want to ballpark? Someone said, Can you both ballpark what you think your finishing rank will be? What am I at? I'm at mm. um, 400 and something now. Um, you know, I'd like to think that I can get a strong finish and get another couple of hundred spots. So I'd, I, I think I'll probably finish 
two hundreds around there. Yeah, I'm pretty similar to you in rank, actually, and I, yeah. I, I'd like to think that unless this round, you know, my pod play doesn't go off in Steve Smith, I, I'd like to think I, I'm I'm aiming for the top one hundred and eleven still. I don't yeah. think I'll get there. I might mm. fall just short, so I'll say one fifty then. Yeah, well, for me, I'm in these cashies and I want to win some money. So that could actually... So you're not my... sure. Yeah, Yeah. so I'm in two minds, which happens to me every year in the NRL as well. Um, next question. Uh, how many Heat players are worth bringing in? We've discussed that. I think it's Manus probably and Nisa as your main targets, followed by a Baisley on the round. And if you if you're getting in... If, you know, if your money's working out where you haven't got a lot left, I don't mind Spencer Johnson as well. Yeah, no. Um, Spencer Johnson's nice, cheap option. And, you know, 58000 for a guy that I think will start to take a few wickets. Yep. I think you're right, you're right on there. Yeah, get him on get him on the bench for this first game. Um, is it Sam's season again? Yes. Yeah. Well, it's well, I mean, it may not be 150 or whatever this week, but I think he's back to, I think the yeah. 3.7 average is a thing of that. It, it was a little anomaly down. Yeah. It, um, it'll help us in the long run next season when he's yeah. priced a bit under. Berendorf, question mark? Well, well he didn't get a wicket last game, did he? Berendorf? I don't know. No. Wasn't really his track, I don't think. Still no, it wasn't. Um, he's had his rest, so he won't. He'll be playing every game here on out. Yep. Um, I think there's worse shouts, don't you? Yeah, I do. I mean, he feels like um, a nice steady force. You know, you could get into your team, you know, for their double. And look, if you've already got, I mean, Richardson, is he going to make it back for the end of the tournament? Their finals? I don't know. He's one I'd have my eye on if he's anywhere close to their double. Um, mm. But I don't mind Berendorf. Lynn Kerr Ty. To Sam's Baisley and Clark. If I could avoid selling Kerr and Ty, I would. Yeah, Ty. I mean, I would sell Lynn and Kerr if I had to, but I wouldn't sell Ty. Obviously, here's, I'm. Here's, a, here's an outside question for you, which may or may not relate to me. Would you hold. Lance Morrison, hope he doesn't play and use him as enough and sell Kerr to Michael Nisa. I would. I would. Mm. I mean, look, I brought in Kerr last week and I could potentially sell him this week because I saw where he was in the batting order, but they've just shown that they're willing to move him down the order. Um, but if he does happen to come in and bat where they've posted him he's in, in a, and he's bowling, I mean, he's got a really plum role if he actually bats where they've where they named him last week. Um, but look, mm. Nisa's, you know, he's probably got a similar role with the bowler. He's a frontline bowler who comes in and, you know, they're fickle in their batting order. So he might, um, get a bat most games. Yeah. Um, another one with the double, the heat players, which we've already answered, um, trade Sutherland off the bench for cash. It's not cash time now, mate, but Sutherland. Yeah. Is he think you bring in Sutherland? Yeah. Oh, Sutherland? trade Sutherland off. Bench for cash. I'll trade him out. Or, um, no, no, I don't think so. He's performing really well mm. as a all rounder. I like he, he's someone I identified as someone I can just set and forget there because he's he's getting he's accumulated now. Weirdly enough, 
You know, he's just scoring points right across the park. Like he made ten runs, not at nine not out the other day. He took a couple of catches, um, and he essentially got a wicket, except it was a run out, but it was all him. Like it was off his own bowling. You know what I mean? Yep. So um, he's essentially accumulating all across the board. Yep. Um, look, that's going to do us for questions. Um, let's move on to. Oh, am I going to get the sound right? I don't know. Let's go. Lock him in. What are we doing for trades this week? What am I doing for trades this week? I'm thinking, and this is very speculative, right? I'm thinking of taking out Josh Philippi, Hayden Kerr, and Chris Lynn. Yep. And bring in Daniel Sams, Steve Smith, and Michael Lisa. Yeah, I mean that's that's some it's it's some some big names out and some big names in. Mm-hmm. I think Philippi's had his knock, so he's due for a couple of quiet games. Hayden Kerr, you know, he's not going to hurt you not owning him. You know, he's probably good for a fifty or sixty each game. I don't you know, like he's pretty much Michael Nisa in that regard. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And um, well, Chris Lynn's not playing anymore, is he? So. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. But then the other three tradings I'm very happy with. Yep. Um, look, for me, I'm, 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 yeah, I don't want to say I'm confused, but I'm going to try to work it out. Um, what I do know is I'm bringing in um, Nisa. Um, he's one of the mm. desirables, I think, from um, the Heat. I can make the money work easily if I grab Baisley. It's a little harder with um, a Labashane. But what I'm going to do is I'm I'm going to try not I want to finish the year with as many double players each game that I can because you know we don't I've used all my boosts so mm. I'm going to give myself mathematically it's your best chance and it doesn't always come off because you couldn't can't become too obsessed about the doubles but generally speaking if you have a, if the more doubles you have the better you do more double players yes yeah. no, it's true so it's very true. It may suck to sell a Philippi, but I'm going to prioritise holding McDermott because of what his ceiling is and because they've got a double. I'm going to try to hold um, Scorchers because they've got an upcoming double. My numbers for them are good at the moment, so it's not going to hurt me in their buy in the last round. So everyone else is on the chopping block for me, but I mm. think I'm going to try to get in Manus. I'm going to try to get yeah. in Nisa. And what I do with the third one might be someone to get a look at on the bench in one of the early games. Um, fading? Mm. Fading. Fade. Um, I, I think we've both said we think it might be an idea to fade Baisley for this week. Maybe yeah. because it's it could be something that blows up in your face in an important you know, like basically, he, he turned up last week. Do you think he's going to come in this week and just absolutely win someone a head to head? And you're scared not to do it because the other person owns Baisley? If you're a head to head player and you're in a crucial head to head and you see the opposition own Baisley, I think you're matching. Yeah, I think it's probably because, you know, someone coming off a ton, they've got their double next week. So it's not going to be the word. You're going to be building your double numbers. It probably pays to match yeah. them. Um, Anyone else you're gonna fade? Um, I'm here we go. I'm gonna fade Joe Clark. Yeah. Joe Yeah. Clark. Where's he playing? He's at the MCG, he's at Brisbane. I, I get that. I feel like Michael Neeson could, you know, tell Mark. Put it politely. Yeah. 
Fair enough. Um, look, I there's no one that I'm I'm uh, Ado's open for business. I'm not fading nobody except for Baisley for this week. I, I'm open for anything. I'm gonna I'm gonna go run myself a, a bubble bath this afternoon. And I'm going to get my phone out. I'm going to have a real good play with it and see what I can do. Look, last week I don't. I'm not ashamed of going um, McDermott last week because sometimes you've got to play fearlessly. I like your Steve Smith, Smith pick because no one's going to do that. Probably. Oh, maybe you look pretty good, but it doesn't make sense for if you're getting in. I'm going to try to prioritize. I've got no heat players, so I want to get some heat players yeah. in. Um, and I'm going to you know try to hold my you know hold my hurricanes. I'm going to do it around the doubles. You know, a nice pod play. You know, people. If you grab Patty Julie this week, that's a, that's kind of like a cool play because, you know, he's not a he's not a double next week. You should be getting heat and 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 scorches, but he has got a double upcoming, so that's kind of a cool play to do. And he's and we we went through his numbers. You know, those are really good numbers. So, um, I'm gonna play out the rest of the season, and I'm gonna just, I, I mean, why not just have a little fun with it? Yeah, definitely have a bit of fun. And you're, you're playing all head-to-head now, so it's a different strategy altogether, isn't it? Yeah, it, it really is because, like, I'm I'm like, it, it is. You get so conflicted about um, should I play it for heat players next week or should I just set up a keeper, a, a bat and a bowl and give myself extra chances against my opponent to loop in somebody, you know? Um, so, you know, and, and if, I, if I do that, technically, if I've got a bat, a bowl and a keeper set up for loops, um, I get extra chances to get a good score on that as well. Um, so we'll see how we go. It has a lot of different strategies to play it. Um, VCs and Cs this week. I mean, it makes a lot of sense to go on Matt Short every week. He's early enough a game this mm-hmm. week that you should just be going him, shouldn't you? Yeah, no, you should. And oh, I've gone the actually, I've gone the C on Matt Short. Oh. And I'm vicing Marnus Lavashane. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I mean... I think that might be the way to go this week. Yep, yep. Um, look, I was looking at um, Optus Stadium there, um, having a, a little look at Ty, possibly. Um, he's been very good this season. He bowls very well there. Um, and the Hurricanes, I mean, they're... Yeah, I mean, they're, they're pretty good. Outfit the, the batting's probably worse than the bowling. Yeah. No, I, I yeah, definitely. And I just I think agree. they they lost they lost the last game um against the Sixers there last night and they're such a strong outfit I expect a big bounce back from them this week. Yeah. Um a little mind as well with Sam's back, uh, you know, Sam's against the Gades. I think the Gades are a much improved team this year. So um, if Manus is somebody that I come in, get get in, um, you know, he could be somebody that I um, put a um, VC on or potentially if I do my Joe Clark, <laughs> whoa, they could put a, put a VC on him. Oh, that's crazy. Um, so, see, I get real kooky sometimes. I mean, I do a podcast trying to tell people to make sensible moves and I don't follow my own advice sometimes. Although I did put it out there that it was a ballsy move to go McDermott last week and I did go for it. So at least I back up what I suggest to people. Um, anything else? Uh, anything else? No, don't think so. Beautiful. Well, it's always good talking super coach with you. We're both real close. It'll be interesting to see who finishes higher mm. for the year. Um, I think I might've got a little gain on you this week because I um, finished better. I was so surprised. I was like, Oh man, 
Actually, I'm, I'm I'm going okay because I've had some other good players, even though my zero so I go and have a look at the usual suspects, you and Kando, and I was like, I'm beating them. <laughs> so at least I had some <laughs> of the other players that went off well. I needed it. Um, all right, well, good luck, everybody, this week. Um, you know, hopefully you win your head-to-heads. I'm going to be concentrating on that as well. So, you know, feel free to send me DMs of, of strategies of how to, you know, nail your head-to-head stuff. I mean, in head-to-heads, if you can actually do two trades this um week um, and then have one up your sleeve you know that's always handy in a head-to-head final because you can update a trade and either match them or if you're behind you can use a trade late you know in the last couple of games to do a pod move you know to to get over the top and win them if you go and use all three of your trades it's your lineup versus their lineup you know with Mm. your bench loops and vcs and c's and that's as simple as it is but if you've got an update trade in there like last year in, in the nrl I was in my head-to-head finals and I'd already burnt all my trades um, or my boosts or whatever, but I was in head-to-head finals where I, I was leading and someone had a boost up their sleeve because I already knew how many trades they had, and I, but I didn't know if they had boosts. I mean, I know there's um, outlets that you can see that, but they used the boost and, and just came over the top of me, you know, because they updated trades and 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 then trumped me with a boost. So um, there's lots of different strategies now with update trade and boost where you can actually, you know, have the, um, you know, the ascendancy over your head-to-head opponents. So it's a different game, um, head-to-head and overall. But um, good luck, guys, and we'll talk to you again at the end of the round. Yep. See you then. Cheers, bud. Look at the look on 